Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for December 15, 2010, and now the news. Car sales in Europe are slowing down fast. Part of that is due to the debt crisis that continues to be a drag on the economy. Part of it is the hangover from ending scrappage schemes that offered customers generous incentives to turn in their clunkers for cash. Fiat, Ford, Peugeot, Renault, they've all seen their sales drop a lot. And yet Bloomberg reports that German assembly lines are humming with activity. So what's going on? Here's my AutoLine insight. The luxury segment has not been hit nearly as hard by the economic crisis, but more importantly, German automakers do a great job of exporting their luxury cars all around the world, especially China. And the global market for luxury cars is doing quite well. You know, here on AutoLine Daily, we like to keep an eye on all aspects of the automotive industry. Sure, we love to cover all the new product that's out there, but we also like to look at what it takes to make new cars. You can't build a car without the proper raw materials. Well, right now there's a global shortage of rubber and prices are skyrocketing. Automakers use rubber in all kinds of moldings, not just the tires. So Bloomberg reports that India is now going to experiment with genetically modified rubber plants that will be immune to drought and will produce higher yields. India did the same thing with cotton and went from a net importer to becoming the second biggest exporter in the world. China now spends more money on research and development than any country in the world except the United States. The Wall Street Journal reports that China just surpassed Japan in R&D. Even though the U.S. spends more on R&D than China and Japan put together, a big chunk of the U.S. spending is tied up in the automotive industry. In fact, I would estimate that GM, Ford, and Chrysler spend close to $20 billion a year in R&D. And maybe this is where some of that R&D spending went for GM because it is thinking out of the box. Its performance parts division just announced the availability of an all-new crate engine called the LSX454R. It's the most powerful small block V8 the company has ever engineered. Designed for drag racing, it's officially rated at 720 horsepower and 720 pound-feet of torque. To deliver those numbers, it features all forged internals and special high-flow, high-compression cylinder heads. It also features a solid roller cam. The cherry on top of this performance Sunday is a Holley Dominator carburetor. No word yet on price or availability, but like J.P. Morgan said, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. With the first volts just reaching Chevy dealers this week, Rumor has it the General is already preparing a crossover based on the extended range EV. Keeping with the electricity theme, Autoblog reports the five-seat vehicle will likely be called the AMP, and it could debut at the Detroit Auto Show next month. You know, I wonder if GM would offer another one called the Ohm. Boy, that'd be a zen-like name. Hey, John, what do you drive? I drive an Ohm. 
course, coming out with these kinds of cars will help spread out the cost of developing the Voltec drivetrain. Remember, the company already showed off a concept crossover called the Volt MPV5 at the Beijing Motor Show earlier this year. In other Volt news, GM offered up the second Volt off the assembly line for a charity auction benefiting the Detroit Public Schools. It sold for $225,000. In more green car news, Russian billionaire Mikhail Prokhorov is tackling a seemingly impossible task. According to the journal, he's spending 150 million euros to develop a $10,000 gasoline electric hybrid car. Nearly everything for it will be sourced in Russia. But 10 grand for a hybrid? I'll believe it when I see it. And speaking of hybrids, coming up next, we'll take a look at the newest hybrid from Lexus, the CT200H. Toyota sells more hybrids than every other automaker put together, but none of its hybrids have replicated the success of the Prius. Now the company is taking another run at the luxury segment with the Lexus CT200H. Isaac Bouchard filed this report for AutoLine Daily. Hey John, I'm here in the Big Easy to check out the next big thing in luxury, small. At least the European manufacturers think so. Tighter carbon regs are forcing people into cars with smaller footprints, both physically and environmentally. Not wanting to be left behind, Lexus is rolling out the CT200H Hybrid, and we're here in New Orleans to see if their latest has got what it takes. The CT certainly looks European. A five-door hatch is about as continental as it gets. Inside, it has great seats, a good driving position, and decent quality materials. Though there's lots of standard equipment, there's surprising emissions too. No Mark Levinson audio, cooled seats, or the like. Powering the CT is a 1.8-liter Atkinson cycle engine coupled with a nickel-metal hydride battery pack. Basically, this Lexus is a Toyota Prius underneath. The upside is 42 miles per gallon combined. And the downside is that the CT200H is slow. And that's not just because we're in the Louisiana swamps. It only has 134 horsepower, and it does 0 to 60 in 10 seconds. Luckily, the rest of the driving experience is more class competitive. It's got excellent steering feel, especially for an electric power assist system. The chassis composure is really quite good, and the ride quality would do a Lexus proud. It's not so much that it was designed for Europe in terms of how you see the car, but in terms of the implication for Europe's volume, it has a bigger implication because their volume is historically less than ours. So whereas CT in the US will be five, six, seven percent of our volume. In Europe, it's more than 40 percent. Lexus has only modest sales goals for their latest. They expect to move about a thousand per month in America. At that rate, it would take over six years to fill the Superdome with CT200H owners. The question is, does this Lexus have that much time? From New Orleans, I'm Isaac Bouchard for AutoLine Daily. Isaac, thanks for that report, but man, a 10-second 0-60 to 60 time, especially for a luxury car? That is only borderline acceptable. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.